Secure in your insecurities, knowing insecurities won't ever leave. Prentice Penny. Does your lack of confidence indicate that you are in some way inferior to your self-reliant companion? Do your insecurities cause you to act out in unhealthy manners? Does your focus on these insufficiencies help or hurt your ability to cope with anxiety, apprehension, uncertainties, and feelings of self-doubt? Are you more insecure because you deal with your insecurities privately? And are they in more insecure because they cope with their insecurities publicly? To be insecure is to not have confidence or to be uncertain, beset by fear and anxiety. What are your insecurities and how do you deal with them? My insecurities versus my confidence. Happy 2022 and welcome back to another episode of Eat With Her, Don't Compete With Her. And it's your girl, Jazz. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome, and please do not be a stranger. We have plenty of content for you to check out, so when you get a chance, please do. And after you've checked it out, share it with a friend, a family member, then don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. However, if you are a returning listener and haven't subscribed, I mean, what you waiting for? I'll wait. (laughs) And everyone, please leave us an honest review. You know, we can't grow this community and build it without your honest feedback. We're looking for you to build a community. Thank you. So let's jump into the show. You know, um, this is another one of those, I guess you could say like vulnerable episodes, just unpacking some things that we face on a daily basis. But before we get into, you know, the content of the show, let's unpack that quote real quick, you know. Because child, it hit different. So, much like the rest of the world, you know, those of us with good sense and all, I recently watched HBO's hit series, Insecure, series finale, which was like, I want to say like the day after Christmas or whatever. And um, the creator, Issa Rae, has always been open about her insecurities. And I believe that's the the key um, component that, that that vulnerability connected her with her audience and connected the audience with the overall storyline and made the show a huge success. And I won't ruin the ending for you if you've been living under rock and have not watched it, blah, blah, blah. However, right, I have to share the origin of where the quote came from. See, it came from the show's executive producer and director, Prentice Penny. He was asked during an after show, you know, what they call the wind down, did the characters of Insecure actually get over their insecurities? And boy, was that a fitting question. And Penty gave a profound answer. He did not dive into the essence of what insecurities meant um, for each character. He didn't even get, you know, he didn't even give like a definitive definition that outlines what it meant to be insecure. And he decided to stay away from the specifics of each character's journey. However, he relayed the message that the character, the characters became secure in their insecurities, knowing insecurities won't ever leave. I loved it. I mean, like, I completely love that response. But what does it mean, right? So I've heard some gurus indicate that there were different ways to overcome insecurities. So that was the one thing. 
But that's interesting because that will ultimately make these gurus a busload of money over time, over a course of years, in helping you to come to a quote-unquote resolve with these challenges, right? See, my take is that you will indeed, you know, get over some insecurities and heal from the ramifications of others, but insecurities as a whole, they truly aren't going anywhere. So another um, another thing that I've found is that um, I've seen folks indicate that insecurities are something that only women have. Like as if gender is in some way makes you a victim of your emotions less than our male counterparts. Like mm, where they do that at? I even saw that there are insecurity experts out there like what? Bro, where you been all my life? Come on now. So I say all that to say that I believe insecurities are not just feelings um, or, or feelings for that matter that should bring us to our knees. But they should humble us enough into realizing that there are components of our lives that we can use some improvements on. And that particular humbling should push us into becoming the very best best version of our highest selves and while you should not ignore insecurities in the effects that they can have on your behavior you should overall but you shouldn't overcomplicate the idea of magically erasing these feelings that ultimately keep us grounded now let's talk a little bit about confidence the definition of confidence is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or quality. It's my opinion that confidence lives on a cliff of conceit. You have to be obsessively sure of yourself to achieve most goals. See, I want to break down a little bit um, the maintenance of confidence. I think that we don't pay enough attention to maintaining confidence rather than garnishing it in one particular area or another. <clears throat> so to have confidence is one thing, right? Because most times, in my opinion, you know, it's a fleeting thing. It's like a momentary thing or a thing in a particular area, a feeling in a particular area. But to keep confidence you have to be sure to learn how to exercise that muscle which is the best way to maintain your confidence practice 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 see that's how Serena Williams the greatest athlete of all time maintains her confidence she practices the very thing that she would indeed have to stay confident in so confidence is built because a little Serena is not as confident as Serena of today, but it's a practice behavior, a muscle that was built up in her that she continues to what? Maintain. So the next question is that I introduced in the introduction of the episode was, does your lack of confidence indicate that you are in some way inferior to your self-reliant companion? Whew. That's a that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, the lack of confidence, I don't 
perceive that it indicates that you are inferior if your friend is, you know, in other words, confident in that particular area. Let's say, for instance, it's paying the playing the piano. I don't think that it makes you, you know, a, a subservient um, situation, but I think that it it propels you to kind of lean. It, it, it can be motivation. It can. But I feel like it's per the person. Right. If, you know, we have two different individuals and we have two different individuals who are both lacking confidence in, let's say, for instance, shooting pool. And then we have two individuals who are what? Very confident about shooting pool. We can go back to the Serena situation of the confident ones may have practice, practice, practice. Right. And then we have the other ones who may not have. They may be new to the game, et cetera, et cetera. But what I found is that it really depends on those two lack of confident people. You might have one. It really depends on their personalities. I am I'm personally hungry for this idea of learning. And um, I I will say becoming the best if it's something that I'm interested in, because if I'm not, mm, I'll just, you know, kind of try to have, you know, have some fun with it, whatever the case may be. And maybe shooting pool is a. Uh, faulty uh, a faulty example but nonetheless what I'm saying is it really depends on the person and and what it is that they want to achieve and for me I would want to achieve the idea of constantly becoming better at this particular thing until I reach a certain level of confidence I might not be as confident as the person who's been playing since they were two but at the same time can I feel um confident enough to get into a game with someone else so it really, it, it, for me, the answer to that question is that no, you're not inferior, but at the same time, your inferiority complex would come from the personality of who you are and what you want to do with that, right? Because a person who feels inferior, I would like to think that they feel a little trapped and a person who's trapped may have a particular kind of behavior or pattern that you don't want. So be careful of recognizing the things. And that's a tangible takeaway. Be careful of recognizing the things that you're not confident in, because I don't want that to be a thing that causes you to act out. So on to the next question, how has a lack of confidence in one area or another shaped the way you shade, you showed up in the world. And that goes back to what we were just talking about. Um, the behaviors we have as a result of lack of confidence. We can go back to the title of this particular show, Eat With Her, Don't Compete With Her. The way this show was formed and and the origin of where this show came from was the idea that because of our personal insecurities, um, we find ourselves competing, secretly competing with one another because of personal insecurities. Um, When... For instance, the the original reason was I've seen some different interesting things on social media that, uh, you know, the, the, the subliminal messages and the I'm going to do what she doing and um, I can have what he had. All of those different hidden motives for why we were doing what we were doing was was problematic for me and when I looked at it, I I tried to examine what's the why, what is the why in, in, in examining it, we get right back to insecurities, this, this lack of confidence, right. In that particular area, whatever that is from business to 
parenting, right? And it shaped the way someone act. And I think that is important that we do self assessments and we, we check in with ourselves. That was one of the last things that um my my therapist said to me during our last sessions was check in with yourself. This this idea of checking in with yourself would allow you to um understand where you lack in confidence and instead of acting out in that area, build that muscle, right? So the next question is, is confidence a must? That's um that's a very good question. And I, I think that in some areas, yes, you you want the people to be confident if he's doing the surgery on you. Like you don't want I think it was a commercial. You don't want him to say, like, I think this is gonna work out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I see you back there on the table. Like like what? Um yeah can you get someone a little bit more confident or we can we can hold this off for another day you know but I also think that in you know the regular day-to-day life and growing and becoming who you know we're ultimately meant to be I think that growth is a must that's the must growth right and there will be I believe this wholeheartedly there will always be areas of our lives that we lack confidence i.e there will always be insecurities so um I remember someone told me that my lack of confidence toward um going back to school specifically to get my master's was actually a plus and at the time I didn't quite understand that because I'm just like what do you mean what they were saying was because I did not feel confident I would always work hard to achieve whatever the goal was whether that was an a on a paper or the ultimate goal of graduating and I must say that that was true that because the person sitting next to me was a few years younger than me and I felt like they were a little bit sharper than me I'm gonna have to work a little bit harder to probably understand the material but I'm going to always be on my work hard mentality so nonetheless I do believe that, um, you know, confidence is a must in some areas, but in other areas, while you're growing, um, confidence will come, but it's a, you know, a built muscle. And that gets me into the, um, the takeaway. Another tangible takeaway is that confidence is a built muscle. Muscles need exercise. If you are embarking on a new adventure in your life, there will be times when you will not innately feel confident about taking on that new thing. There will always be times when you can recognize that confidence you have towards a familiar activity. And other times when you won't be able to see what what you possess inside of you. But, right, this does not mean that your confidence is not there. Sometimes we need to go back and find the confidence that we once had and build that back up. Remember that confidence is a muscle. Now let's jump into the elephant in the room, insecurities. I think that sometimes we don't even like to say the word, right? Um, It's a vulnerable thing to admit it. So I'm glad that I'm able to um, have this particular conversation with you guys. Um, 
So by definition, insecurity is uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, a lack of confidence. And in my humble opinion, to possess insecurities is not a deal breaker. And to acknowledge them is a powerful tool towards intentional growth. So let's normalize having insecurities. So here are some questions that I developed in the introduction. And the first one is, do your insecurities cause you to act out in an unhealthy way? (laughs) And I'm going to answer them through um, their two quotes. So the first quote is, we accept the love we think we deserve. Perks of a Wallflower. That's actually a a dope movie. Um, One of my all-time favorite quotes I had to rewind that a couple of times when I, when I heard that. We accept the love we think we deserve. So you know, I, I, I've pushed this many times in this particular show is that to know your worth is a powerful tool. Like for real, it's the most um, like essential thing uh, toward the exercising of this confidence, right? whatever you're because sometimes it's not about having confidence in a particular area it's about having confidence in yourself you know but to have confidence in yourself you must know yourself and we won't be accepting anything you know when you stand for something you'll you know you won't fall for anything that that kind of mentality and um I'm always pushing that because I think that 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 has you standing on a grounds on, on grounds that's a lot more solid than the idea of a faulty foundation. So when it comes to that particular question, I think that when we know who we are, um, we operate different. You know, we don't accept just anything. We don't act any old kind of way. You know, you know, when your mama, you, you left the house, your mama say, act like somebody, act like you belong here. You know, don't, don't, don't act like no fool out here in these streets. I've heard that, you know, so nonetheless, that, that's my answer to that particular question. Um, and the second quote to answer that question is, um, and this is also another popular, but like very important statement. That's one of my favorite quotes. I am not who you think I am. I am not who I think I am. I am who I think you think I am. Charles Horton Cooley. And, and, and the idea of that quote is that we show up in this world um, as whoever you would allow me to be. That is weak, you know, in a sense of not not to say, you know, in a bad way, it's just weak in the sense that that muscle needs to be built, that the outside world is not shaping your inside. That can't happen. You know, so I'll read that again. I am not who you think I am. I am not who I think I am. I am who I think you think I am. And and let's make a commitment to not show up in the world as whoever they allow us to be. That when you walk out your door every single day, that you decide who you're going to be and you are courageous enough to stay committed to being that person. So (laughs) the next um, question uh, from the introduction is, does your focus on these insufficiencies help or hurt your ability to cope with anxiety, apprehension, uncertainties and feeling of self-doubt? 
So an over focus of those insufficiencies, I think, um, hurts us in, in a lack of focus on them. Um, uh, over focus on them over it, it, it does hurt hurt us because sometimes we we become we become so comfortable with our insecurities that we almost introduce ourselves as them like you ever knew someone wasn't going to get the job because they're at this job interview saying everything that they cannot do instead of saying what they can that that's what I mean you ever talk to somebody or saw one of those tv shows where a person is on a first date and they're talking about how they got two baby fathers and um they don't really know how to cook that's what I mean so you know it's a healthy balance of kind of understanding that these feelings and and and, and we do need to cope with these feelings but they they can't be something we overly focus upon they, they can't wake us up in the morning and rock us to sleep at night so find that healthy healthy balance next question are you more insecure because you deal with your insecurities privately and are they more secure because they cope with their insecurities publicly that's a really um interesting question because I think I've personally battled with that um and I've actually battled with that probably uh, as it pertains to like a good friend of mine because that good friend oftentimes publicly displayed her insecurities and I didn't um and it wasn't for the lack of like the sense of hiding but um at the same time it was that everyone deals with their stuff differently you know and I purpose I I I I really don't believe that everyone is meant to have your have access to your vulnerabilities. And that's for me. Like maybe it's different and maybe that was healing and freeing, you know, for said friend. But for me, it's like everybody can't have me. You know, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And the reality of it is everyone can't handle my vulnerabilities. So I I filter how I show up in the world as it pertains to my vulnerabilities because yeah I'm going to feel a way if I am vulnerable with you and this has happened I've been burnt you know and it maybe it's made me jaded but I show up in the world on you know on this complete you know naked playing field and then you know I get burnt in the process that's 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 not something I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to but in terms of how we deal with these insecurities whether, whether private or publicly let's be sure of what our goals are like don't live in it so I'm just gonna tell everybody and don't hide in it that I'm acting like it ain't there so find that balance and so the last question is what are your insecurities and how do you deal with them of course you're not here to give me those answers and I can run down all of mine but I think it's an important question that we ponder upon because that's us checking in again check in with yourself we do so much. Oh, check in with your strong friends. Oh, have you checked in with the elderly? Oh, um, you better check in on your, your kids during the school day and blah, 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 blah. Right. But what about checking in with yourself about how you are dealing with you? Right. Because then you develop those tools to help you maintain the confidence that you need in these areas, which will give you the blueprint for the confidence that you would sustain overall, you know? 
So make sure that you're checking in with yourself. So a tangible takeaway for insecurities um, is that insecurities are a normal feeling. Nonetheless, a feeling of anxiety, doubtfulness and apprehension. But that's normal. So 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 normalize the idea that we will feel a sense of uncomfortability as it pertains to how we grow. And when you find that you have insecurities, make sure you say that's okay, but I'm growing. That's okay, but I am going to exercise the muscle that will this won't be here forever. You don't need uh an entire, you know, personality change and and deep uh, devotion towards the bad parts of you. Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. You are okay. You have one of two choices when it comes to insecurity. You can either let it fuel you, which means to let them motivate you, or you can let it cripple you which means to let it bring you to your knees. See, insecurities don't last, but confidence built does. Those confident muscles will last. They are the blueprint for who you will be and how you will maintain. See, insecurities keep us humble. See, the moment you don't feel insecure about anything, you may want to check yourself. So we are wrapping up the show. I really enjoyed the show today. And before we wrap up, of course, every segment of my show now includes affirmations. I just want to help you guys to affirm. And and along with those tangible takeaways, I hope that you're taking these affirmations and and, um, pinning them to the walls of your heart and uh, committing them to memory so that you can know that you can affirm the things that we are putting into play and practice on this show. So today's affirmation is, I am secure in knowing that my insecurities will not kill me. They keep me humble and that is the posture I want in this life. Where insecurities start, confidence ends, period. I am a growing being and my insecurities will propel me into becoming the highest version of my very best self. So let's get into our reoccurring housekeeping. Um, I have a very special announcement, but it's coming soon. I promise a project that I've been working on for some time now that I cannot wait to share with you guys. I will be sharing that soon. Just pray for me as I continue to finish and finish strong because this project has been, you know, kind of taking up a lot of my time. Um, So the content that I'm producing around the show uh, will be very specific and kind of condensed a little bit. So um, I'll make sure to put a lot of, uh, you know, meat and potatoes into the, uh, into the show and the work and the things that I do. However, I mentioned before that, you know, we would produce at the very least one episode per month. And that's at the very least. I may do more if time permits and our season may end around the anniversary which is September so there will this is the fifth 
installment um, within the fourth season. So this is the fifth episode and there will be at the very least nine more this season. So please let me know if you have any suggestions on potential guests. Um, I have some in mind for this season. I just have to make sure that, you know, my ducks are, are in a row regarding that. Um, but if you have any suggestions, you are, you know, I, I'm on the show with you for you and by you you know so um I should have the show and if I have you know guests on the show um and I have upcoming guests I'll I'll be sure to let you know but um if the guests you know they're inspired by you know our content and would like to add value to your lives then great let's do it so the beauty of the show is that we produce evergreen content you know so evergreen evergreen content meaning that the content is not specific to last week thursday it's not news um it's not relevant for a particular period in time it is our hope that the material we share will be timeless and live on forever so we do have um products available on our site our edc merch and that's available at j-a-z-m-i-n-e-d-e-w-e-e-s dot c-o-m backslash d-e-w-e-e-s dash s-h-o-p and that's jasminedeweez.com slash shop. and you can find all of our eat don't compete merch and some other products on that site so we have come to the end of the show and i do appreciate you guys for tuning in and for always rocking out with me thank you for being a part of today's show from competition to community remember to eat and don't compete